I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly... Uh, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Dori Shafrir. I'm Kate Spencer. And we are not experts. We're just two friends. Who like to talk about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from our listeners. I realized we've been doing a lot of these. I don't know if we've ever set up that that's what the <laughs> mini no, episode you, is. We did it on the last, on the most recent. Um, okay, One good. from like two weeks ago, we did it. Listeners, we inform people we what let people mini know. episodes are. <laughs> what am I listening to? We're yeah. not going to tell you. Nope. Uh, yeah, so we have emails and voicemails um, from people who have reached out to us. Great. And we're just going to dig in. I, I'll kick off the first email. Hi, Kate and Dory. First of all, I love this podcast. As someone who generally defines myself as low maintenance and no frills, I've come to appreciate how even simple, small things, acts, sprays of rosewater facial toner can bring bring great happiness and a sense of calm to my day. Wait, can I just say uh, a brief sidebar about yes. the rosewater facial toner Uh-oh. from Trader Joe's? I'm assuming. So good. I went to Trader Joe's last night 
for some groceries and I was like, oh, while I'm here, I'm going to pick up some of that rose facial toner. And they were out of it. <gasps> they were sold out. And the cashier was like, yeah, that's a seasonal item. What? He said it's a seasonal item and it goes really quickly and they might have some more back in a couple of months. I'll see if they have it at my TJ's. Thank you, Kate. Because I, I've stared at it, but I also I already have rose water, the kind that I've talked about on this podcast. Right. So I haven't purchased the Trader Joe's kind. Mm-hmm. But I do need to go to Trader Joe's for some black bean taquitos that my kids eat. So oh. I'll, I'll right. check for Sorry it. to interrupt. Important, important. Okay, back <laughs> to the email. Here's my question. I am a nurse. I worked for many years in direct patient care, either in the hospital wearing scrubs, then in the home hospice setting, but wearing clothing that I didn't care about as it always got dirty, was at risk of getting poop, blood, bed bugs on it. I wore sneakers and comfortable clothing daily for years as I walked around Manhattan seeing patients all day. About two years ago, I moved into an office setting away from my patients. My office in Manhattan was full of young, fashionable, and smart people. We were working on policy, Medicaid redesign, and generally people there were fashionable and, quote, in the world. I found I really loved getting dressed every day, most often in dresses, putting on some makeup, getting compliments on my clothes, etc. Two months ago, we moved to Seattle, my hometown, but a place I haven't lived in 14 years. Seattle is the kind of place where people look like they are going to a picnic lunch when it's a formal wedding. It's getting better with all of the influx of new people, but for the most part, people dress down. I am the youngest in my office of mostly 60 women with bobs, bangs, elastic oh, waist. She means 60 plus. Oh, wait. Does she? I, think, I thought she meant 60 six, year old. That's what I thought she meant. Maybe she means more than 60 women. Either way, this is what they're wearing. Bob's yeah. bangs, elastic waisted pants, and black old lady shoes. Sounds like my outfit I mean, today. <laughs> Literally. Sounds great. Uh, I don't miss the cattiness and competitiveness of my old office, but I do miss the in-the-world feeling, and I don't feel comfortable wearing my clothing because I don't want to appear off-putting, threatening, or, quote, better than anyone else. <clears throat> I will also be educating mentoring nurses, and I fear that dressing up could widen the divide and be interpreted the wrong way. No one in my office talks politics, fashion. No one has ever commented on my clothing. I miss that. I am torn between just giving up and wearing my sneakers to work or continuing to dress up but feeling slightly uncomfortable i don't have the money to restock my wardrobe thoughts question mark i've realized that my dress is important part of my self-care i think these are two questions go on well it sounds like one this person this listener is missing the community they had in their workplace like Miss mm-hmm. talking about, because mm-hmm. he said, no one talks politics, fashion, that sort of thing. It sounds like you are looking for some like-minded people who share those interests um, in your new home. And that those people might, they were in your office last time. They might not be in your workplace this time, but it sounds like you're seeking out that community. Um, and so I would say, like, let's come up with some ways for you to find those like-minded people. But then the second question is about wardrobe. Yeah. The last line of your email is really important that your dress is an important mm-hmm. part of your self-care. And I don't think you should stifle that to make other people feel comfortable because also you don't know if they feel yeah. uncomfortable, number one. But two, that's that's not just like repressing your clothing. It's repressing who you are. Yeah, totally. And stifling how you express yourself on the outside, I think, stif- is stifling who you are on the inside. And I don't think I, I think as long as it's within the bounds of what's professionally appropriate at your job, your specific job, I mean, because, you know, some jobs might have a dress code or whatever, then I think you should wear what makes you feel most authentic to who Mm -hmm. you are. 
and and I you have some concerns, you know, like about wanting to appear off-putting or threatening or better than anyone else or, you know, I think this is a really interesting point that if you're mentoring and educating nurses that dressing up could widen the divide and be interpreted the wrong way. I'm but, also wondering, like, what are you wearing that could yeah, be interpreted this yeah, way? I, I, right. And that's, we don't know. Send us photos. Um, but I, I mean, I think like carrying like an Hermes bag might be off-putting, but I, 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 I wonder if you might be overthinking this a little bit. Yeah, and I also feel like who you are is going to come, th- I assume, come through and people are not going to be put off because you're probably a great at your job and a kind person. Totally. Um, and I also have found, you know, like I dress very simply. Um, I, I'm like, I barely wear bright colors, although I'm dabbling. And I have friends who are extremely expressive in their fashion and have rainbow dyed hair and are like make these take these huge risks and it's like really exciting and i i find it awesome like i don't i've never been off totally i'm just saying from trying to imagine the other perspective granted i was working in you know in media and not nursing um so it's obviously different but i think finding ways that you can express yourself and and have that self-care ritual is really important yeah did we solve that dory i think we did good luck in your new job yeah also i would say um about Seattle, I feel like Seattle's like fashiony. I mean, I do imagine people are wearing like comfortable raincoats and I mean, dance go clogs. It's the Nor- It's where Nordstrom's headquarters is. Is it? Yeah. So you might there find has to be some. I I have a friend who lives in Seattle. She's very fashionable. My brother lives in Seattle, <laughs> and he's very. He <laughs> is a a regular guy. Um, but I do think you might find your community. You know, I think that was the yeah, other you thing might I meant find to get back people. to. Yes, I I don't have suggestions on how to find them in Seattle, but I do think finding that community outside of work would probably make you feel more comfortable. Totally and, and excited in the same way. Yeah. Okie doke. All right. Do we do we have a voicemail? We do. Great. Here we go. Let me just. You know, sometimes it takes a little bit to cue. Here we go. Um, hi, Kate and Dory. Um, my name's Mia. Um, I'm British, but I live in Chicago, and I love your po- uh, podcast. I have a question uh, specifically for Dory. So I know you've been going through IVF for a while now, and I was just wondering what you're doing to take care of yourself during this time, um, because it's so you know specifically difficult with so many ups and downs, and it's such a tender time, and self-care you know, is so critical. Um, I had three years of trying and treatment uh, before I had a baby a few months ago, and every time I had um, a negative um, pregnancy test result, I went to uh, my favorite restaurant, and I sat at the bar with a book by myself and ordered a glass of fancy wine and um, a dozen oysters. So I was trying to sort of oh make my a positive God, yes. And, you know, then that was what became you know, a, ne- a negative one. Um, so I was just wondering what you do to treat yourself well when you're feeling frustrated and emotionally drained with all of this. Um, as I thought some listeners might find it helpful. And I'm wishing you all the best, and I hope that you're able to meet your baby soon. Okay, thank you so much. Bye. I mean... We all hope I can meet my baby soon, but <laughs> I hope uh, <laughs> but I, I hope. But also, if I don't, life will go on. Yes. Um, self care whilst doing IVF. Where to begin? I mean, I loved what Mia did. I know. I was like, I need to do that. I have, I have definitely like gone out for sushi after a. Like I haven't gotten a positive pregnancy test or, or, you know, had, had a drink and just 
wallowed in it a little bit. Um, but in terms of like ongoing things, I mean, I've talked about this like a thousand times before, but I do find restorative yoga to be an extremely important part of my self-care. It's it's like a time to just wind down. Yes, Kate. <laughs> I raised my hand. Do you find that it's helpful both physically, but also like mentally calming? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you done it? Oh, yeah. I mean, Dory, I'm a certified yoga teacher. Oh, yes. But I don't know. Some people don't do restorative yoga. I do. Yoga. I love restorative yeah, yoga. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, it's almost like a meditation in very comfortable poses. Yeah. Um, and I just find anything that like allows you to quiet your mind is really, really helpful. Um, so there's that. There's going on long walks. Like anything al- kind of along those lines I, I do love. Um, yes, Kate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious how you deal w- with, you have no control over IVF. That's correct. How, what kind of things do you do to kind of sit with that? Is that part of your self-care during IVF? Like just being, finding ways to kind of accept that? Because that, that, I imagine would be very, or I'm projecting, but that seems like something I would really struggle with. Yeah. I mean, now that I'm five rounds in, yeah, I'm just sort of like resigned to it. Um, I do find that like an important mental thing is to not like early on when you, when you first start doing it, you're like, okay, I'm going to do a round of IVF and I'm going to get pregnant and then I'll have a baby by next January. And then you quickly learn that like none of that is you can't plan for that. So I actually find it. I'm I've got I think I have gotten better at living in the moment. So which you have to with IVF, I realized that the the thinking about the next thing was stressing me out because it never happened the way that I wanted it to. And so just keeping myself in the moment and and operating with the information that I have was the only thing that, that has been keeping me sane. That's good advice Thank for you. any for anyone going through anything. It's hard, though, and it took me like two years to get here. Yeah. Do you find that you then implement that in other things that come up in your life? Yeah, but it's tough because like with a lot of other things in your life, you can plan. Yeah, I know. And you can like do things to make sure you get a particular outcome a lot of the time. Whereas with IVF, you kind of can't. And it's so out of your hands. It's so out of your hands. So like, you know, like, yeah, but also no, (laughs) you know, because I don't want to, I don't want to be too much like only thinking about the present in every aspect of my life. Right. Right. Um, but But with this, with this particular aspect of my life, it has been the way that I've been able to cope. I also think that having a community of people who understand is so important, which you've created with your podcast. But I just know in certain experiences in my life, like having people who really get it, and yeah. who you can talk like the shit with yeah. is so, so, so valuable. Yeah, it's really, it's really important. Um 
So yeah, I would say like it's an ongoing process and it has, it's changed and some days I feel like doing some things and some days I don't feel like doing some things. I mean, I think like I've just, I I try to just like check in with myself. Mm. So that's good advice story. Thanks, Kate. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, 
this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? (laughs) No, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, Oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. We have uh, one more email. Do you want to read this one? Um, Sure. Are you telling me to read this one because my dad's from Israel? That's what it is. Um, All right. Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm Tamar from Israel and I'm about nine years shy of being forever 35. 
Way to rub it in, Tamar. Come on, Tamar. We're <laughs> Nevertheless, Tamar. my friend Rebecca from Philly got me hooked onto the podcast, my first ever podcast. Yay. Welcome. And I'm loving every moment of it. Recently, I took a plunge of changing my hair after about seven years of having it pretty much the same length, definitely the same color. The only experimenting I would do with it would be occasionally changing where I part it. But now I got it cut and chemically straightened, keratin treatment. Hopefully it's a life changer. I had asked to get a light honeyish colored balayage. Balayage? Balayage? This has taken me, I've said this wrong so many times to hairdressers. It's so embarrassing. How do you say it? I think it's balayage. Balayage. On my dark brown hair, but walked away with highlights all the way up to my roots, basically. While everyone is saying how great it looks and how much it suits me, something I'm begrudgingly beginning to accept, the first few days were really rough. I felt betrayed. I felt sad. Mostly, I felt silly. Here I was, actually crying at the hair salon like some girl on America's Next Top Model while people in the world have actual problems. And hair grows. It's not permanent. So yes, silly. I'm assuming you guys, like most women, have walked away from the hair salon unsatisfied at one point in your lives. Hopefully not today. Your hair looks great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Any tips on handling my reaction better or on making sure this never happens to me again? Tamar did include two photos. And I don't mean to show you them. I I saw them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you saw what Mm -hmm. Tamar had wanted and what they did not get. And I should say... Tomorrow, I do think your hair looks great. It also does not really look like what you wanted. Yes. And I, I think one, your feelings are valid. I think we can be sad about trivial. We can have emotions about trivial things while also feeling concerned about problems in the world. Yes. Like they're not exclusive. We contain multitudes. Yes. So don't beat yourself up for having a moment where you cried in a hair salon about your hair, not looking the way you like. I think many people can relate to that experience. Mm So, I want to say it. I agree with Dory. It does look does look great. It is not what you asked for. And if you brought a photo in, and they didn't do what you asked, I think it is valid to go back and at least let them know. It might not be something that can be changed, but I do think like oftentimes salons or stylists will honor like will try to fix it if it's not yeah. what you asked for. They don't want unhappy customers. No. Um, you also said you were crying at the hair salon. I wonder if you let them know then or if you were crying in the bathroom privately, which is what I normally do when I cry. I'm also wondering, like, is this your regular hairstylist? Was this a new person? Lots of questions. Lots of questions. But I do think if it's not to your liking, you should speak up and say something. Yes. You don't need to live with hair that you don't like. Your yeah. hair is a part of you. It's something that people see every day. You have to see it every day. Don't be... I don't think it's a a matter of modifying your reaction. I think it's a matter of like you paid for a service. Yeah. It wasn't to your liking. And I think you can like politely and respectfully, but also assertively inquire about changing it or at least let them know. Yep. Also, because it seems like most of your issue was with the color. Yes. You're into the straightening, Um, the keratin treatment. So, even though it's like annoying to color correct, I think it's something that can be done. Whereas if you're like upset that your hair is too short, there's nothing that you can really do. Right. Now, all that being said, you're right. Hair grows. It's not permanent. Nope. We have all had unfortunate haircuts. I mean, I definitely got a pixie cut after my second child was like 16 months and it was 
I had to go back and get it fixed. Like at first I, I didn't like the original one. Then my stylist fixed it. Uh, it's still, I was like, I shouldn't have gotten a short haircut. This out. Oh, Dory. I had a very <laughs> short haircut in 2014 <laughs> and it just was not, it's not a matter of whether or not it looked good. I didn't feel comfortable. You didn't feel like yourself. No, it just, it was just off. And I had yeah. had short hair before and felt fine. It just was like not where I was at. So we've all been there. Totally. You know, it stinks, but it is also, you're right. As the time goes by, it's going to, you're going to feel okay. Yeah. It is just hair. Mm-hmm. But say something. Yeah, say something. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right. We have one final voicemail. Now, let me set this up a little bit. Okay. Okay. 
This is a voicemail from two best friends, Becca and Sarah. They've been best friends since they were four years old. They're both from Georgia, but now one of them lives in North Carolina. They're 32, and they are big fans of the podcast. Mm. They just had a Forever 35-themed self-care weekend. Shut the front door. I will not. I cannot. Oh, my God. So they left us a very long voicemail describing the weekend. And it was so long, I got cut off. And then they finished up and left a shorter one. Got it. I'm going to play the shorter one. Okay. To give them a nice a shout out. Great. Say thank you for listening. But here's just what they did okay. on their self-care Forever 35 themed weekend. They got facials. They went to Sephora's and got masks. Oh. Did masks. They watched Queer Eye together on Netflix. Oh. And one of them cleaned out a closet at their childhood home. Oh. Oh my God. It was like hyperventilating. Just checking off the list. (laughs) So, um, and also they were together, which is so wonderful when you get to be with your best friend, especially when you don't live near each other. So let's hear from Becca and Sarah. So this is Becca and Sarah again. We did not need to leave the longest voicemail that's probably ever been in your mailbox. So feel free to edit that way down if you play it. If you play our voicemail, you don't have to, but it would make our lives um, because we love you guys so much. And we love you Apple podcast reviews per your request. Thank yes, you. I love you all the time. I tell everyone <laughs> that I know about this podcast and anyone who has taken my recommendation loves it. So thank you guys so much for everything you do. Keep up the good work. Yes, and we love you, and we'll keep listening and keep doing you. Bye. Lilas. They ended that with Lilas. Love you like a sister. Love you like a sister. (laughs) Lilas to you, Becca and Sarah. Yeah. Thank you for both your voicemails. I'm sorry we couldn't play the long one. But it was... It's okay. It was long, but it was beautiful. Um, We've heard from some other... You know what? We, We heard from another listener about the um, self-care Friday that she did at work with her coworkers. This is unplanned. We're going off script. But I just love this idea of people getting together and doing self-care rituals inspired by the podcast. Yes, read it. Okay. Hi, Dorian Kate. I'm a huge fan of the pod. Uh, after my coworker recommended it to me, now we've gotten a small group of my coworkers obsessed as well. And we love talking about self-care rituals and serums inspired by the podcast. We have decided to start, start a hashtag self-care Fridays. I love it. Ritual together. Working in advertising can get a little stressful at times. So self-care is important. Once a month, we plan on doing a different self-care activity together. We started with lunchtime manicures, but this month we took a field trip to Sephora's. to sample some new products and stock up on some old favorites, of course. Thank you for the inspiration and the awesome tips on getting samples from Sephora. We wanted to ask you guys for some advice. Okay. If we continue the hashtag self-care Fridays, what are some good self-care activities we could plan that can be completed within a lunch hour? For context, we work at a small advertising agency in downtown Kansas City. Ooh. Our workplace is very casual, so it could either be a field trip or something that can be done in the office. For example, for example, us sheet masking in a conference room could definitely happen. Oh, my God. Can we come work there? We've also been toying with the idea of tarot readings. Yes. And then well. they, they sent a, us a, a very cute picture of themselves in front of Sephora's. Oh, my God. I love you. Ugh, look at these gals. Um, Looking great. Everybody's he, also in a comfortable shoe. I know. I'm oh, my God. It. Everybody's in either a sneaker or a flat sandal. And I am involved. Um, I love it. You know what? 
you could do in an hour, you could do like a, like a, a gentle yoga with Adrian or something. Oh, I love that. You could do like a quick, um, 20 minute gratitude journaling session Ooh. and then share. Yeah. You could vision board. Oh my God. Yes. You, that might be a two week process. Like first week cutting and getting your, your visuals yeah, and making kind of, notes Yeah, and... thinking about your goals mm-hmm. and the second week, just putting it all together. Mm-hmm. Definitely sheet mask in that conference. You could room. do a product swap. Oh, that's a great idea. Or bring products in to donate, bring products in to donate in addition to your product swap. Um, you could invite us to Kansas City. We could yeah. live with you <laughs> and have every day be self care Friday. <laughs> I think that's a really you could. All, I, I wonder also like what about a potluck? Is that weird? It sounds like you have a kind of a group, a core group of buds. Yeah, could I bring like a, a treat to share? Yeah, that's cute. I don't know. I like this. A book club. I like all these ideas. Everybody could write down a meaningful quote, and then you could swap them and everybody gets a new meaningful quote. I made that one up just now. You could all write a thank you note to each other. To each other. <laughs> like a uh, um like a gift exchange, but instead of a gift, it's a gratitude exchange ooh, and you write gratitude ooh, to the you, like you pick a name out of ooh, a hat. A gratitude exchange. Gratitude exchange. <gasps> we just invented I think something. You just invented I something. I bet that already exists. But whatever, I'm going to Google it later. But try that. Totally. Uh, and tarot, yes. I think tarot is yeah, tarot awesome. Tarot is a great idea. Um, you could even just get a deck and like all kind of learn with each other. Mm-hmm. Thanks for writing in, coworkers. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening together. That's so neat. Yeah. And uh, I think that does it for today. Yeah, we're out. All right. Bye.